Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the Malaga Draft Hoops Betting Podcast. I am your host, Caleb. It is uh, Wednesday. We're ready to get to the money. Let's get uh, let's get the recapping out of the way. First things first, Cavaliers, man. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Boy, have they faded off. We had them minus eight full game, minus two and a half first quarter. Started the game on a 14-2-3 run, and then the magic went on from there. Oh, only won the first quarter by one. Ended up losing the game outright. Um, and that's just a bad read. Break it down to a bad read. You know, I look at that magic team. Uh, first off, Franz Wagner sprained his ankle in the first quarter, didn't come back. Cole Anthony didn't play. Wendell Carter didn't play. And, um, you know, this was the same team that lost to the Knicks at home by 30. Same team that lost to the Wizards in Washington, D.C. by 20-something. And this is a Cavs team that desperately needs to win to stay out. Uh, I mean, they're they're going to be in the playing situation. But seven is much more desirable than eight. Seven, you get a home game. You can win. You get two home games, right? You get two home games with a chance to get uh, a playoff spot locked up. Eight, you get a road game. And then anything can happen in that. So, uh, just felt that a team competing for the playoffs could could get there, but it was their third game in four nights. Um, and clearly, you can tell, you know, Darius Garland is really tired. He's carried the load all year long, and, and honestly, has has probably had to do a little bit more lifting. Um, than you know, I, I'm sure he he welcomes that challenge, but I mean, no Sexton, no Mobley, no Allen. It really like there there's no other creator on the team. Ah, they got Karras now, but even Karras is just a little. He's uh, he's got blinders on out there. Um, when he decides he's going to go attack and score, that's really what he does, and can't really see the floor. Um, anyways, we do make up for it. We get KPJ over thirty-one and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Him and Jalen Green have been a cash cow. I uh, I stayed off Jalen Green at twenty-four and a half, or might have even gotten up to twenty-five and a half, uh, because that's again two two extra points. It it had been sitting around twenty-two and a half. Still goes and gets thirty. So. Um, you know, those two, like I said, they're they're getting usage and playing time like Prime, John Wall, and, and, and Bradley Beal. We got to just take advantage of it while it still uh, is here. Also, um, played Aaron Wiggins over 19 and a half, but he was a surprise. Not necessarily scratch, uh, but I ended up buying out, but it didn't even really matter because he didn't play. So um, so the, the bet was void. Uh, next level tanking going on in OKC. My, my God, man. Uh, like, can we talk about that real quick? They literally said, "Hey, uh, Theo Maladon, Alexander Pokosevsky, uh, you know, two two of the quote worst players in the league to this point. Um, hey, you guys are too good. We're gonna sign two guys off the streets, technically from our G League, to start and play over you guys, um, because we don't want to lose that bad. And I think they still ended up winning. So." Um, there's that. And then we, we grabbed Damian Jones, uh, over 23 and a half points, rebounds and assists that got there fairly easily. He actually got pulled three minutes into the game with two fouls, um, and still got there. Uh, I think end of the third, mid third. So that, that was nice Two and two laid off the Spurs, man should have went with them. Um, but we're here seven, up about 17.1 units and, uh, let, let's, let's kill this week. Let's kill the rest of this week, man. It is a tough slate today. It is a tough slate today. It's a small-ish slate, um, but we don't have time to waste, so let's get into it. Dallas Mavericks, Detroit Pistons. Pistons, eight-and-a-half-point dogs here today at the Crib. 
Dallas uh, definitely still has something to play for. They are the three seed right or the four seed right now, a game back of the Warriors. Uh, can move within a half game of the Warriors. Um, and they have a really, uh, I'm not going to call it cake because anything can happen, but it's a, a fairly easy schedule the rest of the way. Wouldn't be surprised if they win out. Um, and then really it, all it takes is, is one Warriors loss uh, because the Mavs hold the tiebreaker. So shit, they should be definitely you know motivated, uh, ready to go here today. Mavs, uh, honestly, in my eyes, a, a very good team. Um, but if you guys didn't know, the Pistons have covered like, their last 13 or 14 as underdogs. They've covered, you know, the last five in a row straight up. Um, even last game, like last game was, was I was on Killian Hayes, points, rebounds, and assists, and they were tanking also and didn't play Killian Hayes much. Decided to go with Carson Edwards and Braxton Key and, uh, and Isaiah Livers. So, um, but but you, you tend to see it. Teams do that more against teams that are also tanking, and it's just a little tank up. Here against the Mavs, they can kind of play their guys and live with the results. Um, but if they are tanking, they're not doing a great job because they've won three in a row and, like, five of the last seven. And so um, and they really they, – they were in great position lottery-wise. So we'll see. It's a little scary. Um, but at the end of the day, again, they've covered as an underdog, like, 12 in a row. Big spreads, small spreads. So I gotta like them today. I gotta like them. It opened up at ten though, down to eight and a half. Um, I think I'm gonna stay away. Uh, I would lean Pistons here for sure, um, for the very reason that I said they're they're really they're building something here. They're building something here. Everyone's a part of it, um, and uh, they've got a good vibe going on for sure. You're gonna see Killian, Cade, Sadiq, probably, probably Stu, and then I'm not sure from there. I think Kelly, uh, uh, Kelly Olenek's out, Corey Joseph's out, Marvin Bagley's out. Um, but they're just competing, man. They're just competing. And Dallas has some, had some issues on the road here. I know they took care of business against the Bucs. Um, but they've definitely had their, their fair share of issues on the road. So um, we'll see. We'll see. I lean Pistons full game. Um, but, you know, even something like Mavs first quarter at, you know, minus two and a half might be a look as well. We'll see. Next game, Nets and Knicks. Uh, Nets were seven point favorite, seven and a half point favorites again before my lines actually came out. I liked it, or sorry, I like Knicks at seven and a half. It's now five, uh, which is much closer to where I think it should be. Again, this is a home game for the Knicks, but it's really you know not far from Brooklyn. Within it is within New York, um, so. Yeah, but but it is a, an advantage here. End of the day, right now the Knicks. You know, they're, they're just kind of in purgatory, right, where they're not terrible um, and they can't really tank because they have too much. They don't have enough time to make up ground in the tank wars, um, but they're not good enough to make the playoffs. Um, sitting Julius, and, and really when they've sat Julius, they've played pretty well. The Nets, uh, on the other hand, I talked about it a little bit yesterday. Um, you know, just ultimately they're relying on their offense right now, and they have two of the best offensive players in the world um, on the same team. Um, so any given night, they can be anyone. Uh, but their defense just leaves a lot to be desired, man. Um, you know, you see it's why they can't cover 17 against the Rockets. It's why they can't go into Atlanta and win because uh, they can't get enough stops consistently. And they can score with anyone, and they can outscore really, you know, the majority of the NBA. Um, but when you get them to covering as large, I mean, it's not a huge number here today at five. Um, that's where the issue comes in. It is a back-to-back for them. Uh, Kyrie and KD played, uh, I don't think they played a ton of minutes last night, but they played their fair share for sure. 
Um, and the Knicks, they always seem to play the Nets tough. No matter who's out there, they seem to play the Nets tough. So I think the line is fair. I, I really would, I would honestly lean Knicks. I don't know that it's strong enough to play, but uh, definitely lean Knicks in this situation. Next game, Wizards and Hawks. Um, and this line is here because of the way the Hawks have been playing lately and how they how they play at home in general. They, they love to play at the house. They did have some struggles midseason, but they've really figured it out. And right now it's um, – I'm not going to say it's similar. It's not exactly like James Harden, D'Antoni Rockets, but it's like, all right, the, Trey, Trey, give us it, – it's kind of Luka-esque right now too where it's like, Trey has the ball, and on offense, you know, when Trey has the ball, generally you're going to get a good look. Um, defensively is where they do struggle, and they've struggled, you know, for a while now. But, they, again, like the Nets, they can kind of just outscore you, and they have enough, right? They have Clint Capella at the rim. They have DeAndre Hunter, who's a good individual defender. As a team, though, they haven't defended super well. So um, this line is here, again, just purely because uh, of how the Hawks have played at home lately, and they've taken care of business blown a lot of teams out uh, at the crib. And the Wizards uh, have a tendency on the road at times to get blown out by good teams. That being said, they've played really well lately. They just came off a win against the Timberwolves. Um, and you've seen this group that they have is really vibing with each other, getting along well with each other. And uh, you're seeing it uh, obviously manifest itself out on the court. Uh, I'm going to stay away from this. Um, I get it. The Hawks, again, very uh, just very solid at home. Uh, and take care of business, but 10 is a, a a large number. I would lean Hawks here at 10. I know it's a large number, but uh, I'd lean them just based off their history and performance at the crib. Next game, Bulls and Celtics, and the Bulls, man, they're just a mess right now. Back-to-back, I think Levine's going to come back in the lineup. Wouldn't be surprised if they um, if they rest someone else, um, but not sure, not sure. I think Zach Levine, yeah, should be good to go today. Um, and I don't think they should, right? They're falling. They're free falling. They're now six. They were one. They were one in the East. And, you know, I gave them a ton of credit because yeah, I talked about it. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure how this team was going to play at, turn out. Um, you had a lot of good talent on the team, but you didn't have a lot of, I'm not going to label all these guys as losers, but you didn't have a lot of guys who had won any meaningful games in the playoffs or really had a great regular season besides DeMar, uh, in Toronto with a really good culture around him. So, um, you're finally kind of seeing it catch up to them. They've done a really good job of capitalizing and, and beating bad teams, but they've really struggled against the good teams. And you get another one in here today with the Boston Celtics. Um, that, that being said, I know it's a back-to-back, and I know the Celtics are really good, but this line is getting up really high. You're playing about a 10.5-point difference. I know it's a back-to-back, but it seems a lot. So, they have the Celtics uh, base covered here. I, I'm not going to risk it with the Celtics. I could, I mean, can you not see the Bulls fighting here today? If anything, I kind of lean the Bulls. Um, but it's not strong. Again, right now, towards the end of the season, I think it's going to be mostly player props for me. These spreads, you're just, you're seeing it. It's weird shit is happening uh, these last couple weeks, and, and I think you just want to stay solid. Um, so I, I don't know that I'm playing this. I lean Bulls, though. All right, two more games. <laughs> Thunder and Jazz, you already know what I'm at on this, man. Uh, honestly, I'd lean the Thunder, getting 17. Um, and this one's a little interesting because yesterday, again, I talked about it. You saw uh, Alex Pokashevsky, um, Dale Maladon, and Aaron Wiggins are um, all guys. Aaron Wiggins has actually played a decent amount for them. 
Um, but but Poku and, and Malinon really didn't see the floor for most of the year. And then, you know, SGA went down, Dort went down, Giddy went down, and, and they started to give them minutes. Um, and I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, they're great NBA players, but they, they, show, they showed flashes. Um, and I think you see it when you, when you give young players uh, more and more time to get comfortable, uh, you, you start to see them grow and develop. And you, you started to see that uh, from those guys. And so, you know, they get the, the Blazers yesterday who are also sporting a G League team. Um, and they say, all right, let's let's uh, let's sign two G League guys, sit, uh, sit Poku, sit Wiggins, uh, sit Theo and try and lose this game. And they ended up winning. But now you get the, the Jazz. Um, and so part of me thinks, you know, I think most likely because they're playing the Jazz now and they don't need to sit those guys in order to lose, that you're going to see Theo play, you're going to see Poku play, and you're going to see Wiggins play. And while those guys aren't great, they're definitely better than Xavier Simpson, Simpson and, and Giorgio Calaganidis, who both played like 40 minutes yesterday. So um, as funny as it is, if those three guys play, I like 17. You know, this, this Thunder team will be down 25 at some point. They might be down 30 at some point. But they always find a way. They always make their way back to the number. Um, the only thing here is the Jazz can get really, really hot at home. Um, and when they do, it can get ugly really fast. But on top of that, they, they've blown leads so many times. Um, and, and again, when you're up 30, you know, mid-third against the Jazz, uh, against the Thunder, are you really going to, you know, harp on guys to say locked in? I don't know. So uh, for me, completely in towards the Thunder. 17 is a ton of points, um, back-to-back for the Jazz. Um, but, yeah, am I really playing this? I don't I don't think so. All right, then we got the last game of the day. We got the Suns and the Clip Show. Uh, Suns two-and-a-half-point dogs. Um, funny because, you know, it could be a similar thing. We saw this um, about a week and a half ago. Um, Suns locked up the one seed, and they had a back-to-back. And immediately their game was against the Nuggets. And they came in, they were three-point dogs, and then CP got ruled in, and they turned to like one-and-a-half-point dogs, and it closed almost at two, I think. Um, so, so so, you got a situation here where, again, this is what makes late, 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 late in the season betting so hard. You know, if this was just, you know, t- two months ago, everything the same, I'd hammer the Suns plus two and a half. They are not a half point worse than the Clippers. But they have the one seed locked up. They have already set the record for, you know, most wins in franchise history. They're on a back-to-back from Phoenix to L.A. Um, If you told me that any one of DeAndre Aiden, Chris Paul, McCall Bridges, um, whoever it may be, sits, and I I wouldn't be shocked at all. I would, In fact, I would probably say the most likely thing is before tip, one or two of those guys are going to get ruled out. Now we, I have seen interviews and Chris Paul talks about, Hey, we honestly haven't played together, you know, all that much. We want to build some chem. Um, but at the same time, you just got to be smart. You're 63 and 16. You're one seed, no matter what you can lose a couple games. And it's not like this team is like going to lose rhythm because, you know, a couple guys sit and they lose games, you know, like it's just big picture in mind. And for me, especially when you got guys like, you know, Chris Paul, who are, you know, definitely not young. It just makes sense. But at the same time, they're working back. I, another another situation that I could see is uh, just limited minutes, right? So they play, but then the second half comes um, and then they're they're out. Um, and, and you look at the Clippers, they're chilling. They're like, they are not going to 
move no matter what um what no matter what happens right they they can't get to seven they're six they're six and a half games back of the, of the Timberwolves and they're not going to fall the nine because they're four games up on the Pelicans so um really this game is quote meaningless to both these teams um and so I wouldn't even be surprised if you see Paul George sit I, I do think um you know for, especially for the Clippers sake they're in a play-in situation they're going to want to uh they're going to want to get some some rhythm going too but uh, again there's just too much up in the air when you got two teams that are basically locked into their spots um you don't know where the motivation level is and really any at any point in time both these teams can pull some funny shit so um if you're gonna play this i just go with the suns because they're the suns um and i you know this is already a discounted line because the game doesn't matter on in, in my opinion like i know it's a back-to-back but this is not going to hold up here at two and a half if this game meant something to the Suns, right? Um, it's, it's just what? They're 63 and 16, and have missed plenty of time from all three of their stats. Four, if you count McCall. McCall actually hasn't missed time. But, um, yeah, guys, spreads are just tough. But, you, to recap, I, I really like uh, – I think the Pistons make – lean Pistons, lean Knicks, lean Hawks, lean Bulls, lean Thunder, lean Suns, but none of those leans are super, super strong, and – I'd be lying if I told you I had a, a locked-in read uh, on any one of those games. Um, all right, let's get to some props. Some props again, very early in the morning, so it's not guaranteed that we have uh, all of our props up, but we'll work with what we got. I got no piston props up yet. Uh, that's a bummer. Um Really nothing for the Mavs for me. If if anything, um, I think Reggie Bullock uh, points or Reggie Bullock over two and a half threes makes sense. Uh, back in Detroit where he really got, you know, he really got it going in Detroit. I know he played in New York last year, but um, really that's where his career all, all got started. Um, and he played 40 minutes last game. You know, like he's just playing a lot. Like when you have Luka Doncic, you just need you need floor spacers around him, um, and Reggie Bullock absolutely is that. You've seen last game forty minutes, three threes. Game before that, thirty four minutes, two threes. Game before that, forty one minutes, three threes. Game before that, thirty three minutes, five threes. Game before that, thirty four minutes, seven threes. Game before that, though, you, you you know the two games before that, you see o o for six in thirty three minutes and one for six. So when you're betting on threes, it's just a highly variant thing. Um, but I think Reggie Bullock being back in Detroit makes some sense. Again, all the attention goes to Luca, and he kind of just sprays shit out. Um, he's also you've been. I don't know if it's just lately, but uh, he's just been seeing a ton, a ton of defensive attention lately. Luca, Luca has, um, and it's just leading to him just completely diming. Fifteen assists last game. Uh, only had six the game before, but they got blown out. Game before that, thirteen. Game before that, twelve. So I just think you're seeing a, a shift in in Luca and, and his playmaking, and you're seeing teams really sell out to to stop him in one on one situations, and, and he's you know pinging passes on a rope. Um, so yeah, I think Luca assists, but again, these are you know these are I'm not gonna say we're forcing, but we're really you know in the in the mud looking for stuff. But uh, three pointers for for Bullock and assists for Luca makes sense. Even if you wanted to go Dorian Finney-Smith threes uh, at two and a half. Oh, that's minus 152. Never mind. Uh, I don't hate that. I honestly don't hate that. Um, 
Knicks and Nets, you've got your usual suspects here. Obviously, Kyrie and KD, I, I don't know that there's value. Again, back-to-back um, for the points, Kyrie's high at, at 26.5. Um, KD's at 29.5. Um, but I do think Obi and RJ might be top – or topping. Obi, Obi Toppin and RJ Barrett might be worth a look today. Obi Toppin's uh, number here today, 27 and a half. Um, and really without Julius Randle, he's been the biggest benefactor. Um, Nets, uh, as we know, don't play any defense, haven't been playing defense. O- Obi Toppin should be able to eat. Last game, 35 minutes, 28 and three. Um. And then game before that, 30 minutes, 24 and 4. Um, again, all just coincides with Julius Randle being out. Game before, Last game uh, that Julius Randle missed was in Charlotte. Before that, 18, 11, and 6. Uh, so he's scoring, he's rebounding, and he is assisting. But again, you could get a line like 15, 8, and 4, and he's not hitting that. And that's a pretty good line. So... Uh, I'd stay off, but I think his makes sense, uh, especially given the defense he's playing today. Um, and then R.J. Barrett over 35 and a half, uh, or sorry, over 34 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Um, you know, no Julius Randle. It's R.J.'s time to shine, and he has been shining. Uh, again, it, I think it'll be pretty close to the number, but I do think that's a decent look. Um, Wizards, Hawks. There's actually, uh, there's actually, in my eyes. Um, Definitely could be some value here today. I think for me, um, you know, I got nothing up yet, but I think Kristaps uh, is going to make sense. I think uh, assist Thomas Sadoransky is destroying his assist prop every night. Um, and part of that, but the, the scary thing is, right, if this gets blown out, it's really tough. You saw, though, he, he got they blew out the, the Timberwolves and he only played 20 minutes and he still got there. Um, so he's been getting there in really limited minutes, but uh, it's just a matter of time before it catches up to him um, and it's not going to be able to hit. But I think the assists are worth a look. Um, Rui Hachimura, points, rebounds, and assists. He's been getting a ton of minutes lately. Um, let me see. Last game, yeah. Rui Hachimura, 37 minutes, 21-5-4. and four. They're kind of finally just letting him go. Uh only 24 minutes a game before, but that was a blowout. Game before that, 28 minutes, 21-5-4, and 17-7-3. Um, so Rui Hachimura is playing really well, and you can get his points, rebounds, and assists at 20.5. Boy, that seems low. My God, that seems low. Really low. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, guys. I mean, I don't really see too many scenarios in which he doesn't get that. Really, the last five games, he's basically gone over that in points. And there's one game he didn't. It was the Celtics. It was a blowout, gross game. He didn't even score. Uh, but before that, 21-5-4, and 21-5-4, and 17-7-3, 21-4. Yeah, uh, I'm going to hit that. I'm going to hit that for sure. Let's lock that in. Rui Hachimura. Locked. 
Rui Hachimura over 20.5 points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, Bulls, Celtics. Um, to me, guys, Al Horford makes the most sense. You're looking at it uh, 22.5 minus 120. Um, he's been smashing this. No, no Robert Williams has really directly correlated to uh, Al Horford the most. I'm going to go ahead and hit that. Great matchup today against Vooch. Uh, yeah, they might start Tice, but um, to me, Al Horford, just easy money. He's been smashing these. He's been grabbing a ton of rebounds. If he just wanted to go rebounds, I wouldn't even be mad. Uh, I guess the one thing I'd be scared about is potentially blow up. But again, I think the Bulls fight today. So, um, yeah, go ahead. Take the points, rebounds, and assists over 23.5. I just locked. Um and that's about it. Last game on oh, my thing, Suns and Clippers. And again, we just we just don't know. We just don't know. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of these guys get ruled out. So be careful on that game. I'd wait. I'd wait for some news. Definitely just wait for some news. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope this helps. Grinding away these last couple games of the season. Again, we'll we'll try some playoff previews as well. Uh, but I hope this helped, guys. Good luck with whatever you play. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate the love and support. I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Peace.